I'm Brian. This is Mike. And you're listening to... Go for it. You like right, wrestling? Well, welcome back. You, oh. like, you like wrestling? You like wrestling? You like wrestling? All right. Start me off with some wrestling. Well, uh... I don't know. Where, where, where do you want to go with wrestling? There's so much. There's, it's such a broad Anywhere. Topic. We got probably, you know, we let's, got. Let's go right to the 80s then. Let's go right to the 80s. You got it. Well, because that's when's the fine best, with me. When's the best era? <clears throat> the 80s. Okay. Uh, the golden age? The go- exactly. Not the attitude era? I do like the attitude era. Which was I better? loved the Monday Night Wars. I love the Monday Night Wars. Uh, yeah. Early 90s, mid 90s, whatever you want to call it. Like, up to like what? Up to 2000, I guess, was really good. Um, yeah. Growing up, of course, I liked uh, the '80s because I was there. Um, you know, I, I watched it, I saw it, you know, happening. You w- like you like any decade, uh, any decade you were alive during, basically. <laughs> no, not really. Okay, the '90s kind of sucked. But <laughs> these last couple of decades <laughs> yeah. aren't, aren't good. Yeah, I don't know about these these 2010s, <laughs> man. Uh, did you prefer WWF over WCW? I did. I, I was a diehard WWF. I didn't uh, even watch much of WCW at all. I'd watch it during the commercials. I watched WCW. Wait, are you talking like when you were young, young, or like during the Monday Night Wars? Or what? During the Monday Night Wars. I, I, so you I'm missed a, like the whole NWO thing and everything? I'm loyal. Well, to me, I, I didn't get get on the hype with NWO because mm. I, I don't know why. Now, granted, in in retrospect, yeah, it, it, was, it was probably a superior product and much better because that was like the... I think I, I started watching... During the uh, the new generation era, where you know Shawn Michaels was the was the man, the draw, yeah, or Bret Hart actually, um, because my 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 first taste of wrestling was really uh, the Royal Rumble Super Nintendo game. I used to, my mom would rent me games or movies during the summer when she was at work, and I ended up renting the, the wrestling game once because I was like, oh, let's see what this is all about. It looked cool. I knew who the Undertaker was from the commercials and stuff for the toys and whatnot, so I, I rented that. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then I had an older friend uh, who was about five years older than me who was like, oh, yeah, wrestling's great. And so then I started renting wrestling tapes and watching all the old 80s stuff. And I was like, wow, this is this is awesome. So when I, But I never had cable. And then finally when I got cable, uh, it was probably right around the t- time of probably 93 or something, you know, time around the time of Ad- Adam Bomb, Yokozuna. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Mantar, you know, some of the, some of the <laughs> legends. So... That that was my introduction to it, and and I kind of stayed loyal to WWF because I always felt like it was a superior product, and and you know, I, it was like the Godfather of everything. You know, it's like WWF yeah. was definitely back. I'd say in the eighties uh, and early nineties, it was a superior product. Uh, I, when whenever the NWO stuff happened, I think it was ninety six, ninety seven when it kicked off. That's when the things you know the tide started to change. But like growing up. We'll take we'll take it back to the eighties and watch right. it when we were a kid. Uh loved WWF. I loved everything about it. Watching WCW, it would always come on like TBS, which again, you're like it, it was a a weird cable channel. It, it started like WCW would start at a like six oh five. You know, it's like why are you starting five minutes after the hour? It's just weird to begin with. <laughs> I remember you that. know. <laughs> and uh it just whenever you watched WCW back then, uh, you know, you had your flair st- and sting were your big draws and everything. And then a lot of the guys that made it big in WWF later on were from WCW, like The Undertaker. Or he wasn't, I think he was what, WCCW or something like that. But That I don't even know what that is. I, I mean, I know I've heard of it, but. <clears throat> the territory stuff around, you know, yeah. uh, around everywhere. But um, this dude, he uh, he was Mean Mark Callis. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. With, with dance, but he was part of the skyscrapers. But uh, whenever you watch WCW, it looked like they were in a high school gym. 
to be honest, yeah, and 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 that was well. Like and there's seven people in attendance. And their gimmicks were were a lot cheaper, and it was, uh, it it was horrible. Cheesy. Yeah, but I think really my my what might have uh, influenced my opinion was I'd gone to WCW shows for free uh, at Disney, and they I think uh, Hogan was doing Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise, yeah. Um, so we'd go in, we'd get to watch the the shows for free, and they you know tape a bunch of them in bulk, and they would hand all the the merch out to the crowds. They're like, "Hey, here's a here's a patriot mask. Hold Wear this, this. Yeah. and a big foam finger that says Hogan rules." And I'm like, "Well, you're giving me free stuff to wave around, sure, whatever." And that, Patriot just died, died recently too, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I'm sorry, Del Wilkes, that. man. That's unfortunate. Yep, but uh, there's so many of them that that, <laughs> that just seem to be going all the time. And it's crazy. So. uh yeah, I mean they'd give it out, and that was like night, Thunder in Paradise, uh, Hogan WCW. That's like in the mid nineties. I think yeah. it was right before the NWO actually happened, because he went over. You know, he I guess he was red and yellow still. Yeah, yeah, and Vince Man didn't want to pay him a, and that's what it was. A they were boatload of money. So. They were rehashing Hogan. Like, well, yeah, we we know what Hogan did. Oh, and he looked so thin then too. It was very weird. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. That I don't know time what frame it... was probably what, two or three years after the uh, steroid, the stuff? steroid okay. uh, trials and stuff like that. So he kind of got, small. but then like when he became Hollywood Hogan, he definitely bulked back up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's just. Uh, but to me, I, what drew me to WWF in the in the when I was a kid is like we said, their gimmicks were cheap in WCW. WWF, it was like watching a cartoon. Yep. You know, human cartoons. So. Knowing you, uh, how I know you, I would say that's probably what brings you to WWF as well because you're a gimmick guy. You want to guess my favorite wrestler? Oh, it's Matt Hardy. I know uh, that's your number one. You told me that. Oh uh, well, okay. That's t- 2017. Broken Matt Hardy is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, but, but then um, you had broke, woke, yeah, joke. No, bro- <laughs> broken is where it ends. Like, don't talk about any other stuff. But but before that, um. Who do you who do you think I I was a fan of? Well, in what time frame are we talking about? Well, let's go eighties uh, or eighties early nineties. I think he's right on the cusp there. I think nineteen ninety was his is big it under, breakthrough. Undertaker. Nope. No. Nineteen ninety was his was his breakthrough moment. Sky Dome, where he took the the plane into a nosedive and defeated Hulkamania. And you're wearing a shirt. You oh, the schmuck. warrior! Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, it's everybody's. You're favorite. a phony fan. Yeah, you're no, gonna... I I got the shirt as a gift. Oh god, <laughs> no, well, I, I love, but I love. It. He was hyped before I even knew what wrestling he, was because. Well, and you know where he started, right? Uh, with with Sting with as a blade runner. Yep. But like, I remember before I even watched any wrestling, didn't didn't I've never seen a lick of wrestling. But I'd hear the kids at lunch at, at school, elementary school, saying, you know. Ultimate Warrior is the best, and, and he's gonna beat Hulk Hogan and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, at this time, I'm, I'm I don't even know what wrestling is, and I'm assuming it's all real. I'm like, okay, this guy sounds like a, a big deal, you know, Ultimate Warrior, Bo Jackson, like, and Michael Jordan. Let's let's do this, the dream team. <laughs> Warrior was definitely he was a hype machine, man. He's, yeah, because he's he just looked insane, and like as an adult, if you ever go back and watch his uh, his promos. He was just the Insane. ramblingest <laughs> dude. It's like, what in the world was he talking about? It doesn't and, and like, matter. Or he would like, you know, like poetry. Dis- disappear under the screen and like pop up on the left side <laughs> and, and back on the right side. And it's like, you know, poor Mean Gene. It's kind of like when he, you know, like, like Macho Man when he's doing the cream of the crop with Mean Gene and he just keeps pulling coffee creamers out of nowhere. It's like, what is going on? Yeah, it's two of the greatest wrestlers. Oh, they're and the they, best. And they, 
and they were awesome because they were colorful. They they dressed up and like they were girls. psychotic. They dressed up like girls' huffy bicycles from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, like, with the tassels and <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, so Warrior Banana is seats. Warrior your top guy? Is your your number one, or is is that Broken Matt Hardy still? Uh it's, it's hard for different reasons. You know, I I, I didn't might do my tiered list like I normally do. I never yeah, thought so, I'd get caught so in this when situation. You were, yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> you didn't think it. You didn't know me then, okay? Yeah. Uh, so when you were loyal to WWF, you were not watching the return of the Warrior in WCW. <sighs> I did get excited. One about One Warrior Nation. It was just the, the worst comeback ever with a. Uh, Brutus the Barber as the Apostle or the yeah. Apocalypse or whatever he is. Yeah, the Apostle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did get excited about that, but I, I, I think I knew it wasn't going to be great. My favorite guy in WWF at that time, though, was Mankind. Everybody likes Mankind. No, 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 no. Evil Mankind that was beating yeah, the bad Undertaker. Bad Mankind, yeah. He teamed up with Vader. He, he teamed up with Goldust mm-hmm. because he was undefeated. But I liked the gimmick of him in the boiler room pulling out his hair. Yeah, bad mankind. Yeah, and he had a pet rat. Yeah, and Paul Bearer was like switched from Undertaker to Mankind and hung out with him. And yeah, but before even that, when it was all his promos yeah. and he talked in poetry and said, you know, fear all man, fear mankind or whatever. And he had yeah. his his finger was one mutated finger, not two fingers in a glove. It was one mutated finger uh-huh. back then. I'm like, okay, I, <laughs> I can get behind this. This is Toxic Avenger level stuff here. Yeah, and then, it, you know, of course he became the, the rock and sock connection. Then he's broken like, grandpa. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, he's still, he's probably like one of the nicest. Everything you watch, everybody says, oh, he's so nice, so yeah. nice, you know. Um, yeah, he, but he saved his money and got out while he could. Yeah, and that was a cheesy gimmick. That was a cheesy, cheesy totally, gimmick. Totally but I cheesy. Loved it. Uh, I was watching something. Did you watch his biography? Mankind's biography on on A and E or whatever it was. No, and they were gonna they were gonna call him like the mutilator or something like that. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, but um, so Mankind, uh, he's probably everybody's favorite. I mean, I I'll tell you right now, growing up, Hogan Hogan was like the top man. Yeah, and then you look at him, even now to me, Hogan's just still. There, there's a couple household names, you know, in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan's definitely one of them. You had like you know. His movies, what you know, Suburban Commando, yeah, classics, uh, absolutely. The, the nanny one, whatever, yeah, <laughs> Oscar worthy movies yeah. here. I know. Thunder in Paradise, you know, uh, he was just he transcended, uh, you know, boundaries there. Uh, Macho Man, I think, is a household name. Yep, with the Slim Jim commercials and other stuff. Uh, Ultimate I think Warrior was Warrior's close. A house, I think he's a household name. I think Ultimate Warrior. If you talk about it, you have people that I they might not have seen him and know who he really is, but they know about him. Yeah, uh, but it, but the name is confusing enough to where someone might be like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. You, they could. It doesn't they have could. a real name in there, although he changed that legally, but I we'll, think, we won't get into it. <laughs> I think The Undertaker is kind of a household name. Yeah, uh, but he, I, they he might, was, get, might, might get him confused with Gravedigger, the monster truck. So. <laughs> yeah, but Undertaker was also in um, Suburban Commando with well, yeah. Hulk Hogan. If you're just going through the cast of Suburban <laughs> Commando, I would say Christopher Lloyd is a household name. <laughs> well, Christopher Lloyd is a household name. Okay. Come on, man. You know, oh, Doc Brown. <laughs> um, so you were a gimmick guy. Yeah. Still. I love gimmicks. That. Um, mankind is definitely a gimmick. Yep. Uh, Warrior is kind of a gimmick, if you think about it. You want to hear a sad Mankind story? What's your sad Mankind story, man? <laughs> so when they used to do the house shows, I'd, I'd go to them, and Mankind was um, right there. I was in front row. Mankind was right there. I, I could literally smack him if I wanted to, and I, I cherished the guy, and... He used to scream like a pig and rip his hair out. So I ripped a big chunk of hair out to hand to him, and he ignored me. <laughs> Don't laugh. <sighs> it hurts. 
That's but then, bad. but then Goldust came out. Marlena was right there. I was like, all right, it's all good now. Goldust is an underrated wrestler, man. Oh yeah, he's good. He he's done good. A little D- Dustin Runnels there. Um, <laughs> I went to a house show one time in uh in Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. with the WWF, and it was when DX is like first started getting big, and it was uh Michaels and um, I think Kane had, had just showed up too. You know, oh boy. But it was Michaels and Triple H, and they were in the ring, and they were just. There's no camera, so it wasn't even like going to be televised on the heat or whatever it was. It was so there was a guy out, full sting makeup, in the in the crowd. Yeah, and he was rather portly. And oh my <laughs> god, dude, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, they did they didn't even do the match for like 15 minutes. They just sat there and berated this dude. Nice. They were like, "What's what's Fat Sting gonna do?" You know, <laughs> and and the guy was like. Like getting angrier and angrier, and they're just like ripping into him. And then also, uh, the Nation of Domination was there, yeah, you know, beforehand. And, um, of course, uh, Kama Mustafa or the Godfather or whatever it was, Papa Shango, Papa back in the, yeah. So, we're <laughs> we would sit there, me and my buddy, we would just start shouting out, like, you know, Papa Shango, yes. and he was like, turn around, like, you know, shut up, shut up, you know, and <laughs> Rocky Maivia, Rocky Maivia, rock, yeah. oh man. Yeah, we were hitting everybody. Anybody that we knew what their old gimmick was, like when Kane came out, we were like, Isaac Jacob, <laughs> and he was fake diesel, you know. Rocky Rocky Maivia had tassels on his shoulders. He had when he came out. tassels on his chest. Oh, man. It was like a gold lame uh, thing that came out. I think he had shoulder tassels as well. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he had the recipe for success. I don't know. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. it didn't work out. Tassels. It wasn't colorful enough. It was all blue and, and just neutral colors. Are you, are you saying Rocky Maivia didn't work out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's a spin the wheel. Name. He's spin a the household wheel. name now. Spin Come the on. wheel of topics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, do that. back to the eighties, man. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Uh, watching it growing up, uh, I, I liked the rock and wrestling cartoon that went along with it. Uh, I never saw it. Um, God, they made figures for that though, didn't they? Uh, I think they did. I don't have any if they did. That's for sure. Well, there you go. That's your next. I thing was to hunt big for. into the um, the Hasbro WWF guys. Yeah. Uh, I love those figures still to this day. Uh, I didn't really like the reissues that they did the newer guys with them because well, they're cheap. Are they? You know, yeah. I, I The packaging is cheap. I, I had the Mankind one. It came out. The packaging I've had in a, in a you know, sealed up for a while. And I think I, I think those are meant for you to rip open and put next to your I old figures. I believe so. And yeah. so I have a few of them there. But, uh, you know, they came apart. And I was like, ah, the, the figure does, it just doesn't feel the same, you know. Quality wise, I got a Jeff Hardy right up here. You have Jeff Hardy right up there, yeah. Um, that that so, bubble just fell apart, like you were yeah, saying. Yeah, it just came right off. Yep. So, did you get him from Five Below? <laughs> uh, I think Marshalls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, growing up, I loved WWF. I loved everything about it. I loved the. Um, I mean, we we're not going to sit here and go into history of things because there's so many podcasts yep. or shows they want to dive deep into the history. We know we don't do this. facts. Yeah, we're, we're this is everything is opinion based for us. I like opinion based things that we do. Um, I don't have an opinion. My favorite guys growing up were Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. Rick Rude, mm-hmm. uh, and Bret Hart. Bret Hart's excellent. Bret Hart was the the excellence of execution. Bret Hart is like one of those guys that all you can all you can say is is respect for that guy. There's he was uh, he was a uh, he was awesome. One of my favorite matches is him versus Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect. Man, it was like two technical dudes just going at it. Man, can you one rephrase of, that? One of my favorite matches was Mr. Perfect versus Bret Hart. Uh huh. Wrestling each other. Okay, that's better. <laughs> Not just going at it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> God. 
Yeah. Uh, I liked Rick Rude's uh, when Rick Rude used to fight Jake the Snake. Uh, it was funny. And the Warrior. And, and, and the Warrior. And put and, their faces on his butt. Or was, their wives' faces yes, on his butt. Yes. That was the best part about it. Um, the Rick Rude's another, man, there's so much tragedy with all this. Like, we have these fond memories, and then these are real, oh, yeah. real, young. real people that just got, ugh, I don't want to go down that path. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you saw uh, the last toy show I did, and you were there. Did you go talk to Jake the Snake? I didn't. I didn't. Man, it's like, dude, you're I, old. I've, I, yeah, which is fine, which is fine. But like, um, I think one of the last times I actually saw him before that was he was wrestling, and then so was Snooka. And you know, I'm like, they're they're out there, they're busting because they they have to. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that Jake the Snake is now in in a, in a great TV role, and and you know. Doing things on on AEW and yeah, well, I think he he took a bump the other day, didn't he? I, think. I don't I, I don't I know. Ari Anderson took a bump from oh. uh from uh what's his face Malachi Black. I forgot Tommy End. He was Alistair Black in WWE. Yeah. yeah, I think you know as long as they're 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 safe bumps and everything. I think you know if if that's what you do for a living, you're never going to want to stop. And you know it's a good way, good way to keep keep that alive. But I haven't I haven't actually uh, seen much of AEW at all. What I what I did tune into, uh, another favorite wrestler of mine, and, and I, I don't know, uh, Orange Cassidy. I love that guy. <laughs> and I watched him before he came to AEW. Terrible. You don't like him? Uh, I get the gimmick. And uh, I don't know if his gimmick's the same in AEW as it used to be. Yeah, but Hands in pockets. The whole time? The whole time. But, and, and it was short bursts of every now and then he'll do like a wrestling move. Yeah, and, and that, and like I think. The, the, the small kicks to the shins and stuff like that. Yeah, where he's just super lazy. Yeah. But like. That's that's all cool and like I've seen the short bursts of energy and stuff. I don't think he did the short bursts of energy as much in in previous uh, promotions because they were there's a lot of comedy promotions that I didn't. Was know. he like MLW or something like that before? Couldn't uh, tell you. Circus wrestling. Ring I mean, <laughs> no, like it was literally yeah. called the wrestling circus or something. It was something in California, I guess. But watching some of his matches where he did a suicide dive through the ropes with his hands in his pockets, hands in his Still pockets. Does it. You know, shoulder butts a dude in the face into the into the audience and lands on his feet and just walks around. Yeah. And then like someone wants to high five him and he lifts his leg up and lets the guy slap him on the bottom of the shoe. I'm yeah, like, he's I mean he's definitely athletic and uh, I get the gimmick. It's just it's not one of those gimmicks you should see every week. You know, it's yeah, a, it's a it's a gimmick that shows up every now and then. It's like the the know? broken Matt Hardy thing too yeah. that I, it ran its course or. Um, they they had a gap in it. They 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 let it, they let it boil down and then yeah. Tried and, to resurrect and he tried it, to resurrect it a- AEW and now he's big money Matt Hardy, which is was resurrecting another old gimmick of his that I I never knew anything about. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then but again you like an impact you had when Jeff Hardy was Willow the Wisp or whatever it was. And it's like oh Jeff Hardy what, yeah Jeff Hardy was on, not man, the uh, was not the character guy. He was just the. He spot was the, monkey. Yeah, Spot Monkey, exactly. Yeah. Spot Monkey Hardy. Yep. Uh, all right. Since you're talking about the Hardy Boys and we're just talking about wrestling to begin with. Okay. Uh, let's go to this right here. Hardy Boys novels. <laughs> yes, they're awesome. <laughs> uh, I prefer Nancy Drew. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, best tag teams. Okay. Who's your Who's your top? Um, I'm immediately going to go to New Rockers. I mean, old rock, old rockers. <laughs> <laughs> That's Marty Jannetty and uh, Leaf uh, Leaf Cassidy. Leaf Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. Now the Alpha. rockers I thought were fantastic, and never had the championships as far as I know. Were they the best though? 
Um, in your opinion, they are. I, I didn't have time to prepare for this, and, and you know how I am with lists. Uh, uh, I'm panicking. Um, <laughs> I may change my answer, but uh, they're a good good place to start. They're a good starting point for the conversation. I, I was a huge fan of the Rockers and, and enjoyed every time uh, they showed up. So you were like an athletic guy. You like the, you like the, the feats of, of, you know, athleticism and jumping around and, and, and like the... They they were good because they were quick. They were they were bright color. They, they had, I think they had tassels. They had tassels at one point in time. Tassels and neons. Uh, that's all you need to win me over. But so you like those kind of tag teams as opposed to like the Twin Towers, yeah, or or like uh, Legion of Doom, Road Warriors. Yeah, Legion of Doom. Um, Some people think they're the best. No, I liked uh, LOD two thousand when they had <laughs> Sonny as their manager. Is that with Drozdov? Oh God! Come on. Why why do we keep going down these rabbit holes of horrible <laughs> things that have? Yeah. What was that with yeah. Josh? Or was well, that with uh? They came out when Sonny was their manager, and then uh, I think Hawk was having problems, and, and yeah. Draws was... Then they had um, who's the, the second guy? That, Heidenreich. He came out with Animal after Hawk died. Oh my gosh, that was LOD like nine thousand or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, my favorite tag team, I guess, of all time is probably the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim the Animal Nightheart. Yeah, they're very good. They were I can't fantastic. argue with that. They were, the, the, to me, they're the tops. And it's just like so funny because, yeah, Anvil was just like pure brutality. And then you had Bret Hart was like, you know, just everything was smooth with him. And these two dudes that could whoop your butt are sitting there wearing pink. Pink, yeah, you know, and then they had Jimmy Hart jump around the background, just shouting in your face. And I like, I like bad Hart Foundation. I don't like you yeah. know when they were like, "Oh, Bret Hart's." It's I like the bad guys. Yep, you know? yep, yep. No, I, I, I can agree with you there. Uh, so those are that's my top. Uh, my second would probably be the Rockers. I liked, I liked the Rockers a lot. Okay, um, Janetti, I think really wasn't. I mean, I think he was probably more athletically inclined than Shawn Michaels. Well, at was, first, but... I liked Janetti the best. Like before they split and everything. For yeah. some reason, I don't. Maybe because he was announced first, and I thought he was the leader. I don't know. My, <laughs> my child infant brain. Going but, back, yeah. You know, I mean, I used to love the the Killer Bees too. B. Brian Blair and Jumping Jim Bronzel. You know, it's a uh, that's old school. Did stuff. you ever see the um, the Ninja Turtle tag team? Uh, I heard about it. I didn't watch it. You need to look that up on you on YouTube. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. They come out dressed up like turtles. One of them falls on his back, and and the other one has to get in there and flip him back over. <laughs> um, another. It, it was that a is that WWF or is it, it was? Like, it wow. Was, I think it might have been a house show or something. Stupid. Uh, yeah, it's got to be something strange. Um, Ultimate Maniacs. Is that a tag team? Was that Hogan and Warrior? Nope. Uh, oh, is it Warrior, Warrior and, and Macho Savage? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not what, saying they were good, but well, then uh, you had the Mega Powers was Hogan. And, yeah, but Ultimate Maniacs yeah. had sunglasses that with like visor glasses, like the horizontal lines. Yeah, <laughs> so many tassels, <laughs> and it was so bright and neon. It was like a highlighter pack. Yeah, and exploded. neither of them could do a promo without just going completely bizarre yeah. land. That's <laughs> you know? that's what I like. It, it has <laughs> to be absurd. So right. So your all time favorite then is uh, Zach Gowan. The one-legged guy? Yes. Yeah, he's pretty... He was awesome. <laughs> pretty impressive. He was awesome. Uh, putting him against Brock Lesnar. Um, kind of rude. That's but... a disservice. <laughs> kind of that's rude. That's a disservice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, Matt Hardy's your top guy, right? Of all time? Of broken, all... broken Matt. Dude, it's so hard to say of all time. I, I've, I've battled this in my head. One that I go back to, and it's probably when I started watching wrestling, and, and that's part of it. He was the top guy at the time. Shawn Michaels has always been um, 
I've always I've always been inclined to watch Shawn Michaels. Like hey, Shawn Michaels is a he's a character, man. He's he was the stuff for a while. Yeah. Is it are you talking like uh before the Montreal screw job or is Yeah, it like, I liked um, you know with him uh, and Sensational Sherry. Cow yeah, cow pants, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sna- uh slingshot suplex, um looking at himself in the mirror all the time. But, you know, even even when he became the good guy, it was very watered down. That's when like everyone says it was the worst product, but I liked I liked the, that Shawn Michaels, and when he won the Royal Rumble for the first time, I was super excited about that. And um, at the time, I wasn't really recognizing like heel face turns, and like mm-hmm. it kind of all kind of gradually happened. I, I wasn't paying that much attention. I you know cable was new to me. I hadn't watched it a whole lot, so I was just kind of getting into it. And I, I thought he was great, and you know he always performed well at, at each show. He was. Mr. WrestleMania, after all, wasn't he? Uh, for a while, yeah, I think. Yeah. But Undertaker was the undefeated guy for a while at WrestleMania. And don't they have like what's considered one of the best matches of all time? Shawn Michaels, Undertaker? Is it? I think there's Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon in the ladder match. Yeah. That's one of the best of all time. Uh, I think possibly Michaels and, and Undertaker do. Did you, ever, did you remember when Undertaker came out when he debuted? It was uh, on Survivor Series. With... Uh, yeah, Brother Love. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, he was great. During a Survivor Series, he came out. And then, you know, of course, Undertaker was a great gimmick for a long time. Uh, with all his incarnations, you know, Dead Man, American Badass. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, a little fun. As soon as I said that, it's like the thunder's like crazy outside. Yeah, he's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, dong. We're going to have a <laughs> uh, cemetery casket match. with Absurd, absurd wrestlers. That... Oh, you wow. thought were just rid- ridiculous. Um, I, I mentioned one earlier, didn't I? Isaac Yankum. Isaac, no, he's not ridiculous. What's he ridiculous? Was, he was ridiculous. What was ridiculous? <laughs> the evil dentist, Isaac Yankum. Yeah, but you got like Britt Baker now. She's an evil dentist, isn't she? But she's a real dentist. What do you mean? What do you mean? She's like she's got a DDS. Okay, and he she was, has a practice. He was a what DMD? Whatever they are, DMD. Isaac Yankum, DDS. Yeah, he was a DDS yeah. as well. Or she's I, got a DMD, well, he's not, but it's not real for him. I mean, Bob Holly was cooler because he raced cars on the side. Oh yeah, spark but, plug. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, ridiculous guys. Uh, I think you gotta go Bastion Booger. <laughs> yeah, Bastion Booger. It's like, what was that guy's thing, man? You know, uh, the Brooklyn Brawler. Sweat. Sweat was his thing. <laughs> sweat was sweat, his thing. Sweat and chicken. Sw- sweat and a weird S and M outfit. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The newer, newer, ludicrous one was the Boogeyman. Bo- Boogeyman's good. Boogeyman's good. You like the Boogeyman, huh? Um, he's okay. Like uh, Eating uh, worms. I, I like the gimmick. Well, the worm thing I thought was kind of off-putting, but uh, you know, I like the, I like the, I like the theatrics. I like, the, you know, when when Jeff Jeff Hardy, I never thought really had much personality at all, but then he started painting his face, and that gave him something. That gave him an artistic edge, and I was like, okay, cool. Like if he's gonna paint his face, you know, Warrior had a painted face. Uh, that's just something unique Sting, to him. Painted he, face, yeah. yeah, and he, he does it himself, and and he would always do it a little bit differently, and I thought that was kind of cool. Um, you know that the paint on the boogeyman's face, it looked like a damn shell, like it was crazy. <laughs> Dips his head in latex and then paints it. I don't know what he did, but it was pretty awesome. What another ludicrous uh, wrestler? The goon. The goon. Uh, his shoes were awesome. El Gigante, Giant Gonzalez. Oh. You know who my favorite was? T.L. Hopper. Do you remember him? <laughs> no, not at all. He was a plumber. And, um, oh, boy. They had a, 
I don't know if it was a SummerSlam or one of those beach-themed pay-per-views. And, you know, he's in his plumber. Well, all right. Like, the girls are playing in the pool. And then, like, during one of the commercial breaks or, you know, this this segment's sponsored by Skittles or whatever nonsense they had. Stacker 2. Um, Stacker yeah. 2, yeah. Everyone starts jumping out of the pool. They're like, what's going on? And they had a baby Ruth sitting on the bottom of the pool. Like, oh, okay, a, great. That's a Caddyshack joke, though. Yeah. But then T.L. Hopper in his, his white overall, you know, his white wife beater and black pants with his toilet plunger hops in there and goes swims down and grabs it and comes up I'm like yeah he's the plumber he's saving the day and, and then he eats it or something it's <laughs> it was stupid but uh yeah yeah i like johnny gonzalez because he had the um the jumpsuit that had the, the muscle suit the muscle suit ultimate warrior <laughs> had a muscle hair. suit at one point uh later on in his career right uh no was it the early days? It was. It was Cause, cause Ultimate Maniac, so he didn't need, didn't need a muscle suit. No. He, he was a muscle suit. Just imagine that, though. Just imagine what that would do to your poor adolescent yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, why is the muscly guy wearing a muscle suit? It's like one of those 3D posters that <laughs> you, you have to cross your eyes at, and then he pops through your TV. Yeah. <laughs> the magic eye. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, like later on when they took like Earthquake. Remember Earthquake? Uh, yeah. Well, ludicrous idea, but him and Typhoon were the... Uh, Natural disaster. Yes. I love that. But then later on, they made Earthquake uh, Golga with the Golga. Odd- I was trying to think of his name. Yeah, where you know the insane clown posse sings him to the damn ring, and it's like you got him and the Kurgan, and I think Luna Vachon was probably obvious. Yep. You know, it's like it, like it's kind of a disservice that like, you know, ten years previous, he's beating the crap out of Hulk Hogan, and now he's got a mask on, looking like Eric Cartman. Yeah, because you know? he beat the heck out of uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> you, that you don't do that. You should know better. Uh, and, and Typhoon, is uh, when he was in WCW, he came out as the Shockmaster. Oh, you... yes. <laughs> yes, who doesn't it's know that? one of the best. That is the best. Uh, I just love I love the Shockmaster. That's the ultimate example of what I was saying about WCW. Yeah, it was it was garbage. I, I, Let's I like do when, this. When you go back and, l- and listen to it, or watch it and listen to it, and I think it's either Ric Flair or Sid Vicious in the background, like, I told you it wouldn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Diet. Yeah. Sid Vicious, it was a good. I I think Sid Vicious is a better Brock Lesnar than Brock Lesnar is. Really? You know, I, I think when he was when he was Psycho Sid in in the the nineties, early two thousands, he was insane, man. Yeah. He was, I mean, like nine foot tall, just built like a, a brick house. I think the most insane thing he ever did was tried to do a bicycle kick off the top rope. You see his legs now. Oh, that was that was that was, that was one of the times I'd switch to WCW. That was amazing. I used to tape WCW, so. I guess I did watch it now that I think of it. But yeah, I had that taped and I was like, well, this one's not getting taped over. It was that was an insane. That was, <sighs> was so that gross. moment was insane, man. Yeah. It was it was great. Uh, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't great. It was he, great. He I is loved the master it. and the rule of the world. He will find you. And he <laughs> it will was, eat you. It was an awesome moment. I was okay, like, oh, look at that. How about how about great tag team names? Do you remember him and Invader? Uh what were they called? Masters of the Power Bomb. <laughs> Masters of the Power Bomb. I loved Vader too, but Vader was good. <laughs> yeah. But it was actually like a nickname that they got, or they, were they introduced as Masters of the Power Bomb? I can't remember. This must have been when I stopped watching it for a while, because I, I did. I'd say when NWO happened and, and like kind of like, like faded out, I just dropped off the face of the planet watching wrestling. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> like I've I've yet to watch like new WWE, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um. When when everybody left there and went to Impact, I missed all that stuff, you know. Uh, uh, so, but now like on Roku or Tubi TV or whatever, there's like a Impact channel, mm-hmm. and it's like twenty four seven. And every now and then I'll click it on. Oh, and wow. it, it goes back. You know, it's just there's no rhyme or reason to when it plays. 
So it could be like, you know, the Slammiversary 2005. That's fine, roll, Rolls right into like 2011, rolls yeah. right into like, you know. So and it's, you get to see like when Sting was the Joker Sting and stuff that, like that. That was when I started liking Sting. I, I never really cared for him that much. I thought he was very vanilla. I liked him as Surfer Sting. I liked his matches with Ric Flair because Flair is one of the best. Flair yeah. is one of the best. And I think I thought Sting was great back then. And then he became the Crow. And it was just like my brother just like marked out like, oh, this Crow Sting is the best, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, it, it, to me, that's like an Orange Cassidy thing. It's like, get cool. You know, yeah. he's the Crow. He doesn't talk. He hangs out in the rafters. Well, guess what? I don't need to know it every weekend he's in the, in the rafters. I don't need to know he's going to come down here and do this. That's what WCW seemed like to me and why I never really jumped ship was uh... – it seemed like it was like the same uh, six man tags every every night. It was, okay. and then something that changed them besides the NWO when the NWO started to fizzle, it was Bill Goldberg. Okay, Goldberg was insane, man. Like the guy was like the undefeated streak, you know, and, and just like he started boosting everything up. In my opinion, anyway, he started boosting everything up, and and that's when you had the the rivalries, you know, of the Monday Night Wars were coming to a head, and then with but that allowed the Attitude Era. They were after the Monday Night Wars, right? The Attitude Era, Stone Cold. It, it, it's, it's what kind of ended the same them. time. It's what yeah. ended them. Yeah. But like, all right, Goldberg. I, I never really got excited about him because uh, he come out for two minutes. And it, same thing every week. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, Ultimate Warrior, I guess, did the same thing. I was, I was a Squash kid matches, at the time. Yeah. I was a kid at the time, so I didn't really recognize that. I just said, "Oh wow!" But when he comes out at this time, I, I know it's completely scripted and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, so. Well, great. Undertaker, you know, doesn't have to feel pain. He doesn't have to sell uh, any kind of injuries or, you know. Oh, right. Great. Okay. If you can book anybody like that, then they don't need to have a personality or charisma. And I don't know. I didn't I didn't <laughs> jump into – I like Goldberg now. You know, the the my favorite thing with him was when he squashed Brock Lesnar a couple of years ago. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was kind of silly. But uh, – and then, and then I think the next year they did – him and Undertaker had the match in Saudi Arabia. And it was like – they were falling down, and I think he almost killed Undertaker and himself, <laughs> you know, yeah. himself before the match even started. But they had two like squash matches of of Goldberg squashing Brock, who no one could touch Brock. And then at WrestleMania, they let Brock, they let Brock throw Goldberg around, and that was such a hard hitting match. I was like, which is, I mean, in yeah. in all reality, if you took everybody for what they are, you yeah. Know, well, yeah. Brock Lesnar would just destroy everyone. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> when people complain he has a belt too long, be like, oh, well, does take, he? Take it from him. <laughs> take, it from him. <laughs> take him from him. Uh, like back in the day, like the uh, I used to love Razor Ramon, mm-hmm. you know, and then like. Uh, I like fake Razor. <laughs> but if you like Scott Hall, and then when he becomes Scott Hall in WCW, it's his real name, whatever. Yep. If you go back and look at Scott Hall, like in like the early '80s, mid '80s, huge. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Just like there's a reason he was the champion. Him and Kurt Henning, Mister Perfect, would like you know they were a tag team for a little bit, but he was just a monster. He looked like giant Magnum PI. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, it's like Magnum. What have you been doing over there in Hawaii? Just lifting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but then you got like you know, again, you know, Scott Hall, this corn fed from wherever he's from. All of a sudden, he's like, you know, hey, Chico. You know, it's like, time out, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he lives that now. It's like his whole thing now, you know. I th- so. Yeah. I think he just lives for his insulin at this point. Uh, is he diabetic now? I don't know. I, I know he was a bad alcoholic for a little I bit. I would assume so. I would assume but, he's um, got some issues. <laughs> you know, he's got some definite issues. But I, I loved I loved Razor. I loved the, the NWO action there. Um, but I, I guess my all-time favorite, man, I'd still, uh, in wrestling, is always going to be Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know, and Macho, Macho's, I, I, they're almost interchangeable, those two. Hogan Macho, to me, are interchangeable. I love them both. 
I just loved watching them as a kid. I love watching them now. You know, if they, you know, the old matches now. Uh, I even loved Macho Man's um, rap album. It was amazing. That sounds good. Oh, you've never heard it? Oh, I think uh, I think we'll have to partake in that. You got to li- just point. just get the song. The, the song about Mr. Perfect, Perfect Friend, is amazing. Perfect Friend? Yeah, Perfect Friend. Okay. He wrote it about, I, I think Leap and Lanny, Poffo, Poffo okay. wrote it for Macho to write. But And there's another song that's uh, like a diss on Hogan. <laughs> Hysterical, dude. Okay. It, is, it is probably some of the funniest things you'll ever hear come out of a pro wrestler's mouth. Okay. And it's and it's uh, he's like trying to be serious about it. And of course it's like during the time I think it was he did that during like uh the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. So he's just like I think just jack. I think that was at the uh, at the time he was yeah, getting out just of enormous NWO, or yeah. out of uh WCW and and having legit beef with everybody and Yeah, he was he's he's yeah. living his own life. I know? think he was wasn't he trying to get away from wrestling altogether and just I believe so. That's why he, life and, it, it, or yeah. become a musician. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, <laughs> valiant effort, my oh, friend. Oh my gosh, <laughs> valiant any, effort. Who's so? Who's the best uh, musician wrestler who made the who made that leap? Uh, I don't know if anybody's really made that full time leap. Um, I know there's a bunch of. Uh, I mean, John Cena did a great job, didn't he? Brushing yeah. his mouth with Colgate. I know that. <laughs> uh, he's a better um, boost uh, Inspirion boost guy now, though. Oh, boost. Hogan played bass for Rick Derringer in, uh, you know, the uh, Stop. Real American, right? Stop. <laughs> I just picture him with that guitar. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. do you, you remember Man, Man Mountain Rock? Uh, no. Oh, God. He had a guitar no. that looked like a WWF logo. Oh. <laughs> well, see, these guys, I remember oh, these guys. Oh, Honky Tonk Man. I loved the Honky Tonk yes. Man growing up. Yes. He was the best, man. He was, he was awesome. Excellent guitarist. Um <laughs> but, and then when Jeff Jarrett took on the El Cabong with his guitar, when he would hit people over the head yeah. and say El Cabong, like Quick Draw McGraw. No. Nope. Yeah, El Cabong. I don't even know what that means. I quick, just remember him Quick Draw McGraw, man. You know the cartoon? Mm-mm. You don't know Quick Draw McGraw? I don't. Did I just lose? Oh, man. It's, a, it's old Hanna-Barbera from like the 60s. Is it a dog? Yeah, he's a dog. All right. No, he's a horse. Shoot. He's a, he's a horse. I he's a white horse, and he's like a, a marshal. And then he becomes like a superhero, quick uh, El Cabong. I like it. <laughs> God, <laughs> look up some quick draw McGraw, man. He's got a little, we got a little donkey friend, Burrow Burrito, whatever. Who doesn't is. have a donkey friend? These I, days? I, I don't have a donkey. I wish I had a donkey friend. <laughs> I wish I had a friend at all. If I had a donkey friend, he would really go from when I chose goat legs over invisible hands. He'd be like, "Hey, man, yeah." He's like, "We're animal friends." <laughs> goat legs. God. <laughs> Where'd you come up with that question? I don't, I don't really don't know, but it was, it's a great question, isn't it? It's like one of those things. <laughs> it's a nice you, breaker. You probably went home. I mean, like later on, you're like thinking, I should change from invisible hands to goat legs. I don't want to though. I, there's so much I can do with invisible hands. There's so much more you can do with goat legs. Though. You could hike. Oh. Kick stuff. <laughs> Kick trash cans. <laughs> eat out of them. Yeah. No, you're right. No, you don't have goat mouth. You have goat legs. Oh well, then you I don't trot. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> have you seen Hot to Trot? I have seen. I love Hot to Trot. Oh is that John Candy in that one with him? I don't know. Do I need to see that? You've never seen Hot to Trot? No. Was it like a Mr. Ed type thing? Like the horse could talk or something? Yeah, absolutely. It's right. great though. It's fantastic. Maybe, is that my homework? It's got some intrigue in it. It's like some you know doped up horses. <sighs> it's a great movie. Uh, and because I brought up John Candy, uh, have you ever seen Who's Harry Crumb? I've not seen that. Oh, no. watch Who's Harry Crumb. That's a good one, too. 
So hot to trot. Hot to trot. Harry Crumb. Who's Harry Crumb? Um, yeah, they'll do you. That's it. Yeah, That's... we completely went off the, the wrestling subject, but uh, we got to. We got to. We got to segue uh, into. Have you ever seen Roadhouse? Yes. Yeah, Terry Funk's at Roadhouse. Terry Funk is in Roadhouse. That's, right. that's my my wrestling contribution to our movies there. Perfect. All right. Why does someone have to keep texting me? Because <laughs> you're popular, producer man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then the, you want to talk about 80s action movies next time? I mean, I could. We could do 80s action. We could do any, just 80s movies. All we'll right. spin that wheel that doesn't exist yet. Well, you need to get on that wheel. Well, you need to build the wheel. You don't I'm, need to get on I'm it. Not build- <laughs> okay. I'm not building a wheel. If anything, I'll go to the Goodwill and get the Game of Life and steal their wheel. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, uh, yeah do that. Yeah, or a, or a roulette thing. Yeah. Like a spinner. I'm, I'm down. Spin dog. We'll go either way. Whatever. What games have spinners? I'm sure I have one at home. Um, Trouble. Tr- that's a, bo- isn't a bobble. Damn, it's a bobble. Yeah. bubble. It's a <laughs> bubble, man. <We> can- <laughs> Son of a gun. Uh, electronic mall talk? <laughs> Does have a spinner on it? I don't know. Did you ever, I played girl talk before. My, uh, this was when that girl, uh, my only friend was a girl live across the street, and Ace Duck was sleeping with Barbie. And then, <laughs> then when we wanted to play her games, it was uh, it was the game of girl talk, where you, you had little zit stickers that you had to put on your face um, if you didn't answer the questions right or the boy on the other end of the line didn't like you or something. I don't remember. <laughs> it was so stupid, but that's what I learned what zits were. So That's awesome. All right, well, zits and movies on the next whatever this is called. Thank you for listening to Hamburger Robot. Follow us on social media and wherever you get your podcasts.